Thank you for tuning in to The Con Vertical. Finding Islam and Standing Upright with your host, Mr. K.D. Klondike. This week's episode is giving five keys that every new Muslim should know from my experience as being a Muslim um, through the years that I have. This week's episode is sponsored by Rocket Fuel. The sky's the limit. The sky is too close. Blast your workout out of this world with one of the true and honest um, pre-workouts there is on the market out there. You feel that rumble? It's the stars. Feel that tingle? It's the fuel. You feel that drive? It's the rocket fuel. Ready to blast off. And thank you for tuning in to this week's Con Vertical with your host, Mr. K.D. Klondike. Now here, five keys that every new Muslim should know. The KDK way. One, two, three, in the place to be. You're now listening to K-A-Y dash to the D. And you listen to the convertical. Finding Islam and standing upright. This is your host, KD Klondike. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the new year. Welcome to the new season. If you don't know, my name is KD Klondike, and I am the host of the convertible. I am a photographer in Houston, Texas, shooting commercially and working with non-profit organization as well. I am a convert Muslim dating back to 1997 when I first spoke to Shahada. Today's show is basically me just greasing the axles. I hope to visit this later on in the year again. This is me giving a few keys that I think every new Muslim, every new convert should do, or five keys for every new convert. Yeah, the KDK way. Yeah, KD Klondike way. I mean, this is all personal thought. Uh, over the years, I've spent maybe like 12 years at Clear Lake Islamic Center as a member of Clear Lake Islamic Center. We'll talk about the, the, the convert story later. But matter of fact, let me do this. Take it all the way back, all the way back. Let me welcome all of my new listeners to the convertible. As you can tell, I have a very interesting name. What I did is I, convert, I took the word convert and the word vertical. Because our whole lives, we're like living in this world where it's dark. And then one day Islam comes and it lights up our life. And we convert. And we come to the deen. And from that moment forward, as much as effort and energy as we put into the deen, we find that our lives elevate. Some way, somehow, they get better. The more we increase our prayers, the more we say. I mean, just becoming Muslim, you just, overall, is just an upliftment. So I decided and created the term convertible, where we say, finding Islam and standing upright. Where we come with a lot of struggles in our life. And me, 
you know, I've dealt with a lot of fear in my life. I grew up, probably not, I grew up in a great home. My mom was great, my dad was great, they were divorced. I lived in a city that was, that was pretty rough. Um, it's, it's, you know, the normal circumstances, but it takes a person to listen to the intuition and go against the grain and stand upright against when everyone else is doing the norm. And you look like you're losing, but ultimately you know internally you're winning because it's what you want to do, even though it looks like the bad thing. Now we know what the calm vertical is. Now you know my mission. I never want to talk about it again. Now we're just going to shorten it up and give you five things, five things um, that I think every convert should do once after they take their shahada or they decide to become a Muslim or they Muslim. This is my advice coming in from that OG advice. This is my OG advice coming in that 12 years of really just really being at the masjid, seeing so many converts, um, you know, and being a part of different dawah efforts. So here it is. This is my, my, my list, no one else. This is my sticky notes here that go right here in front of me. Five tools that every convert, KDK. And once again, you're listening to the convertical, finding Islam, and standing upright with your host, K.D. Condite. Keep at your dean, K.Y.D. Here we go. Five things for every convert. Number one, find a good shake, your local shake. And listen, I must put on some stipulations when I say Find a shake. Find one shake. Okay? It's okay if you change your shake. It's okay. It's okay. But find one shake. Don't go fatwa shopping for shakes. Don't use shake Google. Uh, if you have to use online, I mean, I'm not even going to go that far. I'm talking convert, you done salted out, you found your masjid, you found your place to go, find a good shake. S stick to that shake, learn from that shake, question that shake, you find that qualified shake. To find one, I don't know, I haven't done research. This is my first thoughts. This is just me, just giving you that over my years, me being honest. This is my honest opinion. This is me giving it to you, like that. So number one, I say find a good shake. Um, and stick, stick with them, um, really, and, until they uh, does otherwise. Uh, okay, there we go. After taking your shahada, you find your good, good shake, right? Find a good group of Muslims. I mean, I mean, what more can you say besides a good group of Muslims? Like, you know, you are who your closest companions are. I mean, you know, like you are who you, you know, your peers are, like who you looking at the table with. I mean, and then they hold you accountable. So finding a good group of Muslims that's going to hold you accountable, uh, that's going to uh, always uh, 
you know, um, it reminds me everything, and I can't think of the translation right now, but it reminds me of Surah Asr. That, that one right there. Like when you're around groups of Muslims, they're going to recommend you like, yo, be calm, man, be patient. You know what I mean? And then they're going to always like, nah, man, you should always do the good. You should always do good. So that's why you want to keep a group of Muslims around there, around you, you know, because this whole concept of time and this whole concept of, uh, you know, you're doing your good deeds, man. Because remember, when you take that shahada, you like a newborn baby. You want to protect it. So now... You're like a quarterback. Now you're running a whole new offense, right? So you want to keep that uniform clean. So now that you're new, brand new, you know, you run the plays and keep yourself protected. Call it protections. Bring that, that task, that team with you that's going to help you constantly get to the new goal to get that set of downs. That's a football wrestling. <laughs> Allah forgive me. But... Like I said, I'm doing this for my people. And if you get it, you get it. If you know, you know. MashaAllah. Here we go. Number three is build a relationship with the Quran. Okay, first and foremost, these things are just five things that I say every new convert got to do, right? I'm assuming they know who Allah is. I'm assuming they have love for the Prophet. Make sure that is internal right there. So now let's go back to three. Number three, building a relationship with the Quran. The reason why building a relationship with the Quran is very important is because the Quran is the miracle, is the living miracle itself. The way it was revealed, it was revealed in the past to the people in the past and told them about the people to come and now with the people of the future and it tells us about things still to come and yet things that happened and clarified the past it's so much to unfold there so let's stop that and say building a relationship with the Quran is part of the miracle of being Muslim I heard that if you want to talk to Allah, you make dua. If you want Allah to talk to you, read the Quran. So I'm suggesting building a relationship. I'm reading, I look at the Islamic calendar, what year it is, or day it is. Right now it's the 22nd day of Jumada. Jumada the second. 22nd day. So I read the 22nd Jews. There it is. Of course, I had to use the Quran Explorer app to figure out when the Jews start and then go and figure out when it ends and take my famous yellow sticky notes and wrote them down and got the start, got the end, and then I read from that ayat to that ayat and boom. And I find that I find myself reading it and retaining it a little bit better. And then in the morning, before I go to the block, a.k.a. the Duncan, a.k.a. the shop, my happy place, I listen to it in Arabic. Over the years, I've been able to build a vocabulary. And shout out to Sheikh uh, Abu, Abu Abdul Rahman and uh, Amar, Sheikh Amar Shukri. Gotta shout them too. Without those two, I would not have any of the Arabic, uh, you know, dialect that I have. A couple other people, but I keep them private. Um, 
So then I listen to it in the morning and I'd be able to kind of retain it. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So building a relationship with the Quran. Boom. Number three, it's my podcast. <laughs> Mashallah. Um, like I said, these are all my personal things. These are my things over the t- years that I've sat around Clear Lake and thought about it. And I said, you know what? This is what I want to tell the people. This is where I'm going. Here we go, number four, guys. That was a lot of, there we go. Number four, here we go. Learn. You know, you have the regular prayers, right? Attend regular prayers, right? But learn supplemental knowledge about prayers, like two in particular, is Istikhar and Tahajid. Those two, right? I know those are two Arabic words, right? It's, it's a lot of uneasiness, and there's a lot of unsteadiness sometimes in, in, in the way that we go in our direction. And we get a lot of different things thrown at us, where then we're trying to calculate and then still trying to blend our multiple of life and bring in our religion. Like, yo, like I had the personal problem of, and I'll just say it. Let's, let's let it out. Here I go. I worked at a casino. I want it out. I want it out. I want out. Good money, but I want out. You know? I come to the, we come to the end of the road. You know what I mean? Where, you know, my Islam is growing. I'm starting to see people sick, starting to see old lady come in on the first with her pension check, but on the fifth, she at the bottom of the escalator begging. I'm like, I want out. Stop the brakes. Let me off the roller coaster. No, but seriously, man, it's a lot of uncertainty and doubt, right? That we unconsciously create upon ourselves. And learning Carter number one. Carter is a prayer where, um, and you look it up. Go ask your local sheikh, you know, number one. Go ask your local sheikh about it. And uh, if not, ask Amara Shukri on TikTok. I'm sure you got something about it. Or Sheikh Walid Basuni. Or any one of those El Maghrib. El Maghrib instructors. And I say that, and I should, you know, I give them a shout out because I'm cool like that. But, um, yeah, man, they got a good knowledge base over there, man. So, shout out to them brothers. And um, so, yeah, you learn about Ista Carter. And Ista Carter is a way, it's like, I always call it like infinity wars, right? But I, I, like I said, it's for, for my people, my player, player. <laughs> if you don't know, you listen to the convertible, finding Islam and standing up right with your host, KD Klondike. But the idea on this concept of when Dr. Strange looked over at Tony and said, hey man, you only got one. Right? Like, you got one life, right? You got one. Right? What? One. That's a little bit of Adabia, you know what I'm saying? Y'all ain't know I got something. A little bit of that. Mashallah, mashallah. Nah, but But he told him he had one. And uh, the trust he had for it. Now, moving that to where we are here today, when you consult a law about any, uh, Warrior, any in any form in Carter, that prayer, that direction that you pick is going to be good. 
because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he only wants the best for us here. And if we start with Allah and the intention of with him, something like istikhar or something as serious as istikhar, clearing our intentions, and whether we take the job, we don't take the job, we fail, we win, we lose, we whatever it is, we pray that on it as the one and that as the best opportunity out of all the infinite possibilities that could happen in this realm. And this is what you got to believe, and this is why those couple keys and building the good relationships with Muslim and good sheikh and building that relationship with the Quran and there you go, it's the Carter. And then the other one is to hajjit. To hajjit is that prayer before fajr. Um, it is probably one of the most quietest, one of those, but it's just the time when Allah is closest to the earth and, you know, converts you know, at that time, you know, what we have is what's in our heart and what's on our head. Put our heads on that ground and to be, we get our lowest to get closest to Allah, who's at the lowest part of the heavens asking, where are we at? Who, who needs me? So we get to our lowest to get to the highest, to get to the most high, who is at the lowest part of the highest part of the universe. We connecting with Allah. So that tahajjah prayer, there's a beauty in that, and crying what's on your heart. And then combine with, you know, making sure you're on your regular beacons. And that's your five daily prayers. It's like a plane going up around the world. You know, they got to land, and they got to come down some altitudes just to recalibrate. You get what I'm saying? Just to get the radio signal to make sure they don't get off course, because the magnetics can be thrown off. So that's a little secret jewel that I gave you all there, and just... I mean, not secret, but it's just like something that I think every convert should know off the bat about istikhara and tahajjit prayers, those supplemental prayers, and attending regular prayer that the masjid helps just build you up. I mean, no matter what, man, just fight to get there, inshallah, inshallah. And that's all of us. May Allah, may Allah facilitate an ease for us. May Allah always spark the intention for us to meet him at his house of worship at the times that the prayers come in and may he accept at that moment all our prayers um, I mean last but not least um, with all the things that I have here is number five number five being building up emotional wealth for a greater withdrawal later <laughs> now what I say by all that is executing all these things that I have here because as you learn your sheikh, ask questions, develop your deen, you're around a group of Muslims and you start socially, start uh, seeing, you know, starting to observe the different parts of the month, um, different parts of the year, different parts of the calendar, Ramadan, uh, Arafat, going to fast, and, you know, different parts of the year, the different calendar, the different Eids, um, different Islamic months. Um, you'll see that with a group of Muslims learning the Quran, uh, being on your prayers. Sometimes people come in and have little lectures. Sometimes they're lectures at the masjid. That's why attending the masjid, prayers at the masjid regularly, you, you, you run into things on different parts of the day where you just, just, just Allah places Muslims at the right place. And if you're on accord to that, you know, you could run into something beneficial. And then most importantly is, 
uh, consulting on law and before you make major decisions and just just making any types of move with Esther Carter and then the power of relieving the emotional uh, heaviness of different things and dealing with the faith through to hudget those prayers. You're building up emotional wealth and later make a later withdrawals like my boy say from Noon Comics at, at Noon Comics on Instagram, at Noon Comics on Instagram, nooncomics.com. Uh, at noon comments on Instagram, like my boys say, <laughs> you like that, um, like my boys say, these things over time, you're building the emotional shocks to your car. Like I said earlier, this podcast, I've experienced this where these different things happen. And over my years of building my relationship with the Quran, I, I mean, the bottom fell out. I mean, what more than the ladies that I've lived with and cared for emotionally the most throughout my entire life? Uh, my mom and grandma are best friends, and I'm the baby in the back seat. I mean, I don't, I can't explain that, you know, uh, the deep emotional connection. But, you know, back to the point that's not written here, me learning about the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam through his life and through great laws and understanding Allah inflicted or Allah granted that type of strength to him as well, because that's a strength that's given to you. And so, yes, it was given to me, put my emotional tie back, who? To Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how did I do that? Over the years, building this, building a good group of Milton, putting myself around the shake, building a relationship with the Quran around people who know the Quran like inside and out right, inside and out, right, different parts like that. People who have wisdom taught the Quran in many different levels. Someone who taught the Quran in jail cell, I mean, I mean, the type that I speak to, I mean, down to the level like that, and that, that doesn't mean that anything demeaning is just, it is what it is, I'm a hood dude, I mean. I'm not acting like I'm, you know, preppy, I never was. I'm not trying to act like I'm a, Let's say, I'm from the hood, but I'm not a hood dude. Like, I'm not a street dude. I'm just a dude from the hood. But I learned to survive that. I learned to read a person. I learned to know if I'm about to get stuck up or not. I learned to, you know, it's a lot of things that you learn from where I'm at that I've able to been able to survive. And Allah, through the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has kept me protected. And he has guided me, just like he has guided you. Just like he is taking you from the darkness. He's, 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 he's taking us from the dulamat, the darkness upon darkness upon darkness. The darkness in our minds, right? In our thoughts, our darkness in our emotions. We don't know how to act. And then we do dark actions because we just don't have anywhere to go. And Allah is raising us. And as he increases those things for us, may Allah increase the light in our minds, hearts, and may he give us those actions that will give us light, learning the Quran, and give us light on the day when there is no light, and we go over that salata. He gives us light that day. So we gotta build these things. So if we execute these things, so when the hardships hurt in this life, verily with every hardship comes ease. It's like shocks on a truck. It's like shocks on a truck. We go over that hole, it doesn't really shake us as much. But if our, our shocks aren't built, if we're not working on these, these foundations, and we're not working actively trying to strengthen ourselves, strengthen our heart, strengthen our heart, that's the key, strengthen our heart, 
And then when those calamities come, you know, our truck is bouncing all over the place. Bouncing all over the place. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got for y'all this week, man. And I thank everybody, um, whoever's tuned into this right now. I hope, inshallah, to bring you more um, of the convertical finding Islam and standing up right with your host, K.D. Klondike. And once again, this is five things that I think every convert should know. It's five keys. That's what I'm going to call them. Five keys for every convert. Remember, getting to know a good shake, putting yourself around a group of good Muslims, building a relationship with the Quran, attending regular prayers, and then I got a, an asterisk under that, knowing to Hajjid and Estacarda prayers. And number five, building up emotional wealth for a greater withdrawal tomorrow by reliance on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us his prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Without him, we would not know access to Allah in the many ways. And how gracious. And we wouldn't have access to his Quran as well. So may Allah bless him. May Allah bless him, his family, his companions. May Allah bless all the listeners of this podcast. May Allah bless you all. If I say anything of error, remember, I'm just a hood shake. I'm a human. And that's my way of connecting to Allah, listening to this filling bag and asking uh, the El Gafora Rahim, please be that for me and forgive me because you are the most merciful for my mistakes. And if I said anything good, remember that's because you work hard as a Muslim. Show Allah every day seeking Allah, seeking the counsel of his prophet Muhammad وسلم, seeking to get healing to your spiritual ills, as I say, seeking the medicine cabinet, looking for the spiritual ills that apply into your life and then conducting yourself through the way our Prophet وسلم, instructed us in a communal way so we'd be beneficial to those that's around us and not just those things, desires for ourselves. So until next time, inshallah, inshallah, I'll um, see you guys then. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It's the convertible. Finding Islam and standing upright with your host, KD Klondike.